0: No, the, the the sound in your ear, the ear noise. Oh, A-L-M-S-R. <sighs> <sighs> Welcome back. Hi. To What's Your Safe Word? I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today... Yeah, I can't I What's
1: can't your wait? safe word? Oh, my safe word is... You thought,
0: you thought I forgot, didn't you? You thought I forgot, but I didn't my safe word is old dog up dog old dog oh up dog old dog you know you know what up dog is What's it's up dog haha <laughs> <laughs> ha, got you got you welcome back to what's your safe word, guys and today we are talking about cross-generational relationships yeah do you know any any cross generational relationships? Yeah, it's a hard one to say,
1: isn't it? <laughs> well, not, not really. I mean, I get. Can you say it? Cross generate, mm-hmm. cross generational. Yep. So I quick. Said so it was quick. So, so
0: quick to judge. I said it was hard. Cross generational relationships. Yeah. I do actually I, I do um, I know this one couple They're on YouTube Though they're very Very annoying All annoying. they do is j- Jokes and puns I mean the puns Are actually the best part no, I, I get that um, Puns are annoying But there's like this yes. daddy And he it. Yeah it's It's a little much But they, they seem to be doing okay Yeah I think Yeah They haven't killed each other yet Although the daddy could use A few more jokes I mean the, the He could use some more puns I think If I've read their comments before um oh god. Anyway, daddy, what are you up to this week? How have you been? I've been good. I've
1: um I've been busier than ever. Um working, 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 doing a lot of editing. I'm now I'm now living your life.
0: Oh, are you? Yeah. Are you doing my editing too? I knew, yeah, you want no. you can do my editing if no, you want.
1: But editing, did you know editing is time consuming? What? Oh, my God.
0: What?
1: You have to look at it. You have to lay it down. Then Uh you have to re-look at it. Then that wasn't right. So you have to look at it again. Then you have to look at it. Like, Uh you you watch watch the same 15
0: seconds 20 times, and that turns into 20 minutes. So now imagine that somebody comes up to you and is like, I love that one episode with that one part. And you've watched it so many times that it's just all blended together. Is your brain just fried? It is most times when it comes to content. Do you know how many times? So put to put it in perspective um this is not my bone to pick today but to put it in perspective imagine a video that is literally an hour long let's say a vlog of someone going to pride imagine that video which is an hour long and is it very edited very well edited i might like to add i think um hypothetical hypothetical yeah all hypothetical allegedly what'd you call me do you know how many times I watched that video? And I'm talking about the, the Pride vlog that we put out a few weeks ago. Do you know how many times I watched that? I'm sure like 40 hours worth. Of watching it? Probably. Yeah. Of editing it?
1: 120.
0: Or, yeah. oh, oh, God. I don't even. I, I've lost track. Editing is hard, but editing is everything. If the internet has taught us anything.
1: Yeah. What about podcasts? How much editing do you do? You know, for a
0: podcast? I actually, and that's a good question. This is not a Q&A, but and A, but there is q and A Q&A coming down the pipeline. I like the podcast a because it's a little more off the cuff, and we talk or all in the way cuffs. Through. Um, yeah, no, and we talk not only all the way through, but over each other, which is just a a, a nice feature. And you love that. You love when I talk no, over you. Don't, don't talk over me. Because I have a very definite opinion. You know of what? what I I like being and... able to control the soundboard. Oh oh no. Daddy, I don't know. Daddy, you can talk. They can't hear you. I, I love that you're miming over here. Only <laughs> well, the Patreons can see that you're talking. But anyway, here, now I, I'm giving you your voice back. Oh, uh, thank you. Ooh, talk about wow. domination. Oh,
1: wow. You are a younger Dom. Ooh,
0: today's topic. <laughs> but first. Daddy, daddy. Daddy, daddy. He likes have a and
1: rocks pants. Daddy. Not offensive tea. Daddy. Okay. So, you know, when you're at the grocery store. Wait,
0: wait, did you you give us your. your, your, Okay, so I don't know if you've seen it, but people now like comment about the podcast and like, so. Because if you notice that you do that, I do now. Can you please give us a a good solid so? So. There we go. You know. So.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't start without saying so. I I know. So. Oh my God. Okay, now you're just milking it. (laughs) No, I'm not. Um, it's because I'm trying to formulate how I'm going to say it. Uh, so so I, <laughs> I do most of the puffs in my grocery shopping, right? So when I go to Costco or a store, I try to separate the groceries. But you know what annoys the fuck out of me is when you do that and then like a new bagging person comes over and starts bagging and then starts to put the two separated... Um, oh. things into the, each other's bags, and then I'm like, No, stop. No, the peanut butter goes over there. No, 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 the, 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 the vodka's mine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't like vodka. Give me, I, I like them.
1: whiskey, please. Whiskey, please. And then they'd look at you like you're crazy, and I'm like, I paid for all of this on one card, just put all of these in one basket, and then uh, the rest. Have
0: you tried putting that little plastic splitter between them? I did. Oh, I did. Hmm. Oh, it's so annoying. What a problem to have being able to go to Costco. <laughs> well, and just with big food, right? So now they're like... What a problem to have <laughs> so much food. I am I apologize, guys. We're not trying to be insensitive. Daddy uh, has some tea sometimes that is very hot, and other times it is uh, more of a, a frosty from the Costco food center.
1: I can't find my tea. Do you have it? Was it in your bag?
0: No. Uh, oh, it didn't get split very well? No. No, I've got some whiskey tonight in my my, my cup. Mm, me too. Chink, chink. No, it's dink it. Can you say it? Chink, chink. No, can you? No. Dink. dink. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. You dink it, and then you, you sink it. Mm.
1: Anyway, what is our real topic tonight?
0: Well, first, I have a bone to pick. Oh. Okay, I get I get a segment sometimes when there's a topic no, I, I want to talk you've about. You've actually
1: taken over my segment.
0: I created your segment, <laughs> Mister. See? Talk about He's old guard and dumbing, new guard doming from <laughs> the bottom again. So, sorry, was that the right kind of? So this week I posted. <clears throat> so like you know how there's there's like threads of like cuties on LGBT cuties or LGBT vibe or chill and lgbt there's like tags that come around the social medias every once in a while that are like super lgbt specific so there was one this week that was lgbtqt like cuties like cute being cute in a photo like the candy no but yes okay so people were posting photos that they thought they were cute in of themselves and so i posted a a recent picture in our new like i'm a top shirt merch just because i was feeling cute that day i was feeling myself do you know what feeling yourself means
1: like when you're you're rubbing yourself up and down your body?
0: um, No, more like the like Beyonce-like like like feeling, right feeling myself. Feeling no, myself. What?
1: Like I am doing right no, now.
0: No, you're literally feeling yourself. Uh, <laughs> anyway. It feels good. You should try it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good at the moment, but after this, you can feel me all over. Ooh, so okay. I posted a photo, and it was in the I'm a Top merch, and because it was a popular hashtag, there were some people that didn't follow me, and they came into the thread, and they were like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. I would love one. And then out of nowhere comes this random profile and I happen to see they were responding to everyone that was like, this is cute. I want to buy it. Where can I buy it? Where can I buy it? And I'm not, I'm not here to be like, oh my God, free promo for me. Go buy my shit. But like, I was like, oh, well we sell it here. And then this random person jumps in and starts linking to some knockoff like oh. Chinese print brand that literally just took a, a photo of my photo and photoshopped out me and just put the I'm a top whatever the hell that means which is a slogan of our merch onto like some random site and started trying to sell it and then after he responded to everyone in the thread he realized I could see it and blocked me
1: so we're actually having knockoffs being printed of, of yes. our stuff now
0: which I think means our merch has made it in some regard which is a positive but I'm mad because people are trying to take our, our design. is
1: the sincerest form of flattery
0: invitation what did you say? Are you inviting them to this conversation? No. Anyway, that's my bone to pick. I'm like kind of subtly like proud of us for having knockoffs of our own brand merch. Yeah, but, but that sucks
1: but because if people buy from the wrong company and they get
0: shitty yeah, and then product, they get bad that quality. Sucks. But and also, I, I'm, yeah. And so like our merch is good quality. For a really good price. I try to make our merch really Ooh, inexpensive. That daddy pillow, I actually like. <laughs> well, and it's good quality. Don't as... say actually about I know, our merch. I really like I it. I try very hard. <laughs> no, like, I, I'm
1: a. So if anyone knows me, I am a uh, pillow snob. <laughs> so yes. I can't sleep I right can't unless confirm. I have the right pillows. That pillow is so comfortable. I take naps on it. And I keep on meaning. On so, sit on your own face. So it is a little weird that I have a pillow of myself in my own house. And people come over. For okay. so people I, that don't and, know what it looks like. And I say, I'm not really this narcissistic. And they all. It kind of looks like they, it's narcissistic, they, though. They, they look at me with side eye. And I'm like, no, it was a sample that was sent from our shop.
0: <laughs> Strange how the sample's not in our sample corner. Wait, where's our sample corner? Up here? We, yes. It's, oh, okay. We, we've talked about this. Yeah, but now the pillow is so comfortable.
1: I don't want to oh, get rid of my it. God.
0: Anyway, we have a merch that has Daddy. It's a really cool illustration on it, I'm, and he's like ripping his shirt off I'm ripping on the pillow. My shirt
1: off and my nipples. For those that are, are gonna looking for it,
0: eye. you can't find knockoffs of it. Thank God, but it's thank really cute. It's on God, our man. shop, which is linked below. Anyway, that's my bone to pick. Is somebody stealing our merch? Wow, you know you've made it to
1: big time when people are copying you.
0: I'm gonna top them. Yeah, which leads us to. Today's topic. So, daddy, you are an age, and I am an age. I'm an old age. They are different ages. Yeah. Well, go on. I'm a daddy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm an no. old. I'm an old dog. And sometimes you could teach some new tricks, but other times they're very uh, stubborn. Stubborn <laughs> and don't want to use the better program to edit the software. <laughs> specifically, not. I mean, not specifically. Hypothetical. Hypothetical. It's too hard iMovie is so much You have never complained about hard things before.
1: Yeah, I do when it's a lot of reading.
0: But we were talking and we were kind of just coming up with ideas that were topical, uh, that didn't involve around merch, and just something that was a little bit more personal that we could kind of talk through. And Daddy thought that cross-generational relationships would be a really interesting topic to kind of decompress because we are in one. Daddy, what is a cross-generational relationship? It's it's relationships where there's a significant
1: age gap between the people, and it, I think it's very common in uh, heteronormative relationships when the guy is older and he's got the younger uh, female spouse, and they call them trophy wives and 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 stuff. So that's that's accepted in mainstream society. But I think it when you switch up ginger, g- gingers, gingers, I love some ginger, gingers, and you get out of that heteronormative uh, relationship uh, formula. Um, it takes on all different types of meanings. And then when you go get into BDSM re- relationships, dom subcategories, categories, um, where normally or traditionally you have a Dom that's older and the sub is younger um what happens when those cross in
0: church sure. well and so I don't know if you defined it but you did explain multiple different kinds of cross generational relationships <laughs> see that's the beauty I, that is it's, me <laughs> I, I don't know if that's beautiful because that's not a definition a roundabout <laughs> explanation is not a definition cross-generational relationships are generate like relationships that cross generations quite literally so for instance a millennial dating a Gen Xer. But see, when you get to. Um, see how much like... easier and more succinct that was? <laughs> yeah, but when you get to. Speaking my... of talking over each other. Oh my God. See, isn't <laughs> it great? Go ahead.
1: When you get to my age, <laughs> um, I don't even know what generations there are anymore. The XYZ, double Z, double chromosome, Y. I don't. I can't.
0: XYZ, your flies down. Is it? Just kidding. No.
1: Um. Yeah, I don't even know what
0: came after me. <laughs> I can't keep up. Well, hopefully it comes on you or in you with consent and with proper safer forms of sex. But yeah, no, it's it's complicated and honestly I'm curious why we we why we think of generations that way. It's just another form of like labeling and and kind of and I get that labeling and giving certain like cutoff points gives people a sense of like unity in some way, but it also helps to organize.
1: Well, it also was helpful when uh, they labeled them to what was kind of going on, like baby boomers. You kind of know what that generation was, because there was an Mm. explosion uh, after World War II. of graphic. uh, There was an explosion of uh, babies after World War II. Oh my gosh. And then... (laughs) Sorry, I just imagined a bunch of babies exploding. (laughs) Nice. Um... But then after, uh, I'm called Gen X. How 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 um, generic is that?
0: How, yeah, I mean, the, I, it yeah. explains nothing about my generation. I mean, truthfully, it's a very cool name, like <laughs> X, you know. And when sure. there's three of you, you're explicit, so.
1: Yes, yes. Um, and then a good YZ. I think Millennials actually was um, the first time they, they started um, – naming it something because of coming of age of the around the 2000.
0: Wait, what about baby boomers? Didn't those come before millennials?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So baby boomers, X, millennials, and then we're now Y and Z. So I'm saying why don't why didn't they give X, Y and Z cool names so I could remember what they are. Ah. cuz I I couldn't tell you when X I, I Y or Z what that time frame is
0: well the real why of today's episode why we are talking about this were you done with that point i didn't want to cut you off but that was a perfect segue so i think that our relationship is something that crosses not only generations but alphabets technically
1: well you're a millennial so um I don't think across. Oh wait, no, damn! It. Because <laughs> that analogy does not work.
0: <laughs> but our our relationship does cross people's minds in a strange. No, I don't know. We just get a lot of questions about our relationship. There's no segue there.
1: Well, the way we built our relationship, which was uh, interesting, especially to my father, who I tell everything. Uh, Hi, Dad. Um, was that we had the puppy daddy relationship built in? So when my Dad, when I first started dating you and you were 24? Were you 24? Let's go with that number. That okay. sounds like a number. Um he he was convinced I was in a midlife crisis. <laughs> so and and he, he was comparing me to a heteronormative relationship and I'm like, "No, dad, dude, this is he's a puppy, I'm his daddy. I'm like a mentor. We have a loving relationship."
0: And how did that go over? Did it make it easier or harder? No, it didn't make it oh, okay. easier.
1: Um, but I did get him stoned and he you know, I told him what puppies were and he kind of <laughs> laughed off of his chair <laughs> onto
0: the floor. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was amusing. And so our relationship is just, it's different because it's, I, for whatever reason, I just never really got along with romantically people that were my own age. And that was just mostly because I don't know, I, I always found them either immature or just unprofessional or I don't know, d- d- maybe too much sex that they want. I don't know. I, I just so would you say you've always
1: been attracted to older guys?
0: I think so. Okay. I, truthfully, my friend' circles have always been older than who and then myself at that at, like at that younger age.
1: So here's something that's interesting. So have I. Until I reached a certain age, mm. then I started liking younger guys. Sure. So, maybe there was a age demog- demographic, and I still like older guys older than me, um, but I didn't start to appreciate and like younger guys till I probably hit about the age that I met you. So, mm. probably around 44, 45 was the first time I went for younger guys.
0: Got it. So, I've got... Yeah, yeah, 14, 15 years until... Until you dump me. Good, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I think it's interesting because... And I'm not saying that guys my age can't date guys my age. Obviously, that that works out for many people. And the vice versa, like older guys dating older guys also works because some of my other... Some people my age are just immature no matter what age they are, you know? But for us, what works... Is our different relationship, or our relationship being different because we're from two different generations, and we're able to just talk and understand each other in and, different ways?
1: And and it's helped our relationship and us both grow. I wouldn't know how to do half the things I do on technology if it weren't for you, or social media if it weren't for you. Uh, you keep things young and fresh and new for me. You wouldn't know half the things that you do know about politics. I don't know about that you wouldn't know i mean so there are things like decorating and doing your apartment and those kind of things the adulting part um that i've helped you with sure um so that's been good
0: yeah no we we ebb and flow and we learn from each other and grow off of that um but i think that it's also it it is a motif for it's a uh Oh, what's the term? Uh, a stereotype kind of in the in the gay community at least as well as like daddies. The and, older daddy. Yeah. Well,
1: see, and, and and usually that comes with the connotation that the older gentleman is the sugar daddy. <clears throat> and ironically, you make more sugar than me. <laughs> so well, now you're the sugar puppy. Ooh, let's uh, let's do that. That'll be a great episode, sugar puppies.
0: That but that not a thing. There literally not is a, a candy
1: thing. called sugar daddies. Why don't they
0: make sugar puppies? It hasn't hit the ma- mainstream yet. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's Give, do it. Uh, that sounds like a lot of work. Ooh, that's a T-shirt. Sugar puppies. You've we really said, have to you. jot this down. Okay. Well, who's designing <laughs> that? Huh? Who's China? Someone in Ch- China. Don't no no. They're, they're going to make it. They're going to take it. They're going to knock it off. <laughs> Literally, knock it off. No. <laughs> well, so and so Gen X. It's also a very popular porn category. I don't know if you've seen that on the porn sites. Why is that a popular? Well, just cross-generational, like, sex is l- hot to look at for some people. Probably. But why
1: that generation? Why X? No, because...
0: cross, cross-generational. cross Not oh. cr- It's not – X doesn't have anything to do with it, technically. Oh. You can be of different generations so long as you're legally of age to have sex with the person, and you are of g- different generations. It. But it's a – it's a, well, because, for instance, you came to me, and you're like, I want to do an episode that is about, like, different ages, but I don't know what to call it. And you wanted to call it age play, and I was like, no, 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 wrong kink this is cross-generational relationships. And he's like, Oh, cause you didn't know that was a term, right? Like at first at least. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's something, it's a newer kind of category.
1: I'm not sure that there's actually a term term for it. So what I was looking for, like I was Googling, what would you call a younger Dom, a Dom that's uh, younger than their sub? What did you find? Nothing. What, what do you want to call it?
0: Um a yum? A younger dum. Yum. Yum 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 yum. It see it's easy to say. Say yum five times fast. Baby dumb. Shark do 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 do. Baby dumb. Do 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 Baby dumb. do 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 baby dum. Uh now available on iTunes. So I did some research into cross-generational relationships because we wanted to have this conversation about our relationship and then we'll expand kind of in how leather and kink works into that. But did you know that there is an actual study that was done? I do not. Tell me more about that. Thank you for that wonderful segue into this fun anecdote. So there is a study called Gen X Today. So cross-generational, the X being the cross. See,
1: this confuses me because I don't know if they're talking about generation X Mm. or generation cross-dresser No, 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 no. no. Don't be offensive. I I apologize. No, no, no.
0: (laughs) This this specific study is talking about cross-general relationships but also with Gen X in mind because we are Gen X, you are Gen X and I am a millennial so I wanted to be specific to us. And it surveyed 12,000 people age 30 to 49 in 21 different countries. And the study was looking at cross-generational relationships between Gen Xers, you, and millennials. Uh, And so they kind of took different perspectives in in mind. They talked about dating apps. They talked about, like, friends and and friendships that you have or don't keep in that case. So the study actually found that Gen Xers are more sexually satisfied than millennials. I believe that.
1: Well, Well, (laughs) millennials are just constantly
0: looking (laughs) It's true, and it also said that millennials may be known for using dating apps more often where Gen Xers are more likely to agree that they're having the right amount of sex already, uh, with 50% Gen Xers and 43% millennials saying that they had good sex. So, mm. not So, millennials more. don't think they're
1: having good sex. Y- yes. So, does this study say who they're having sex with?
0: Um, While love lives are important... Uh, Gen Xers are definitely not for letting their friendship slide, mm. uh, whereas millennials uh, are definitely a little bit more wishy washy. They're they're looking at for a relationship, and that might be why they're looking so frequently. Yeah, so that's
1: I've I've uh, I've noticed that in some of the subdom relationships I've had, where the millennials they really are looking for a relationship. Um, Which surprised me because I'm not, (laughs) or it wasn't. (laughs) That wasn't my key factor.
0: Yeah. Well, and so Gen Xers generally choose quality over quantity. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Which comes from both how you were brought up, but also just the kinds of relationships that were possible. And you also just tend to rely on friends more because you've had a longer history with them, where someone my age maybe... Very into a relationship and they don't make super long lasting friendships I don't know that that's true but for me the but thing
1: is the Gen, Gen Xers were your age at one point so yeah. why wouldn't they have the same qualities at that age time, time frame
0: well I, I think it, it has to come with the the community that they live in and the world that they grew up in right so you the world has constantly media.
1: changed yeah. and I didn't have social so we got our porn from magazines literally
0: <laughs> true um but I also think that it comes from a bit of like family life and that it's a lot maybe it, it may be easier in some ways for me to have a relationship now.
1: That's interesting because um generational Gen, gen X, we were the kids that were the first generation to stay at home because both parents went out to work. That was new in America society at least. Um, and so we took care of ourselves. And we were the first generation to do that. I think that the generations that followed and millennials became grew up w- with that as the norm and being used to it. Um, yeah, that's kind of an interesting point.
0: Yeah, it was just an interesting study to kind of look at, and the, and they you know the study wasn't so much about the compatibility of the two, but just kind of a comparison of friendship versus relationship dynamics and. Yeah. What kind of forms that so, so and do you think now
1: with uh so many like online games and everything that the generations uh are now more uh reclusive uh they're not they don't have that um physical you know camaraderie that i might have had we played on the playground lots of kids now they, they hmm. play in their bedrooms
0: i mean i Okay, well, and
1: even now with the pandemic, even more so. Well, What's say. the next generation going to be called? What are we going to call them?
0: Uh, bedroom Boomers. I don't know because yeah. they stay in their bedrooms. <laughs> Who knows? But to answer your question, I think that there's a there's a number of things in play there. Because I played tons in the cul-de-sac growing up as a kid. Like I had okay. I had friends that were close, but because I was gay and didn't have tons of gay friends, I was definitely a little bit more closeted in that regard, and a little bit more reclusive. But I think that when it comes to like a bigger picture thing, it's a lot more accepted to be gay than it was when you were my age. Um, It's a lot easier to be gay and it's a lot easier to be out there. And like you said, there are a lot more apps and games and social media is going on that I think friendships and interactions mean much less.
1: Right. And so the younger generation is also more comfortable and confident with itself as well because they have this access to all this information you think
0: i mean comfortable in some ways but more uncomfortable and less confident about a lot of other things mm. like i feel like body image is so much more important now because of the social media and how it impacts and influences our lives uh, that it causes a lot more distress and
1: body dysmorphia
0: yeah and i can i can say at least like my younger i have a younger brother who is his his self-worth is so much more centered around social media and like Sure, our self-worth is centered around social media, but that's also because it's partly a job. Whereas for him, it's just very, very beneficially social. Like, it is a social app for him. And so when when numbers aren't good for a picture or likes or comments or loses access to something or social media is down, it's much harder, I feel, on him. Yeah, his generation is so much more, like, in tune with their social media apps, but in such a way that, like, if Snapchat's down everything's down like oh. it's the worst day ever that's interesting that's yeah interesting. well interesting but also scary
1: so but how does that play into relationships then um, when you have those two different viewpoints of to what's important
0: um, bringing it back to you mean like cross generational right. stuff yeah well I it'll be interesting to see what happens next I'm curious what people think because I think the next generation is going to have a hard time having positive so, relationships so
1: let's flash forward to you being my age and what do you think the oh I don't know that I want to do that <laughs> so what if you come across a 24 year old puppy They won't be puppies then they'll, they'll, be, they'll be cyborgs dig- there'll be
0: digital android <laughs> puppies online that I can program and it'll be great no uh, I don't know I hope that we're able to go outside eventually uh, <laughs> it's an interesting question I think a lot of it, and and I we say all of this to say that there are people that function in all sorts of ways at all sorts of different levels in every single age, way, demographic. So while we're speaking very generally, that's not to say that there won't be very social, very, you know, well-adjusted. H- yes, handsome people. Well-adjusted coming down the pike. Sexy. Sure. Specifically, very nerdy and into video games. Well, I'm just possibly getting, I, into I, anime. I'm gonna
1: say it. My generation didn't have as many computer nerds as yours.
0: Did you have as many computers to know? Okay. Well, so that's, that makes in it, the future that makes sense. Calling it now, everyone's gonna be a puppy because puppies <laughs> will just be everywhere. Everywhere. So it'll be the next <laughs> generation of the puppy generation. Ooh, pup, generation pupzy. 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 I I think, anyway, to come back to the whole topic of of cross-general relationships, I think it'll be interesting to see how the next generations interact, because it will be different. And I think you see that, especially in, and what's fascinating about that is, like, the kink community is hyper-aware and hyper, like, at least- aware of and always focused on the different generations that exist within the kink sure. community. So
1: now this brings me to the point that I've been exploring this week, which is very interesting for me. Um, so in BDSM uh, dynamics, usually the DOM is older because they have more experience, they've been around, they know, they just tend to know more. Okay. And I've always dismissed doms and people you know you see them online like i am i am i am a i'm i'm a hundred percent top dom service me uh 22 year olds aka and, i'm a top exactly <laughs> but why'd you laugh <laughs> um well you're right i shouldn't because you do have dominus uh, tendencies i've seen him before um, and you're very sure good at being it, dominant. Sure, called it Dominant
0: Tendencies. Dominant
1: Tendencies. Um, and I, I've seen it before. Now, I've I, I'm known to be a Switch, and I was a bottom for your age on up to 30. And it wasn't until I was getting older and I started playing with younger guys that I switched to the Dom top role. And that was because I had more experience. and i was teaching them um and but it wasn't necessarily because even though i enjoyed it i was kind of forced into that role because they didn't know what they were doing and i had to show show them how to do it
0: whereas are you saying today there's a lot more like information around things to educate yourself well so that's what
1: happened this this week was i gave a dom online who said he was 22 year old 22 years old a Skype session with me and I said I will let you dom me and he did and he was so fucking good he was like just a natural at it and I was like I could never have done what he just did at 22 and so I don't know where that comes from I don't know if it's a self-confidence I don't know if it's um more information available to them um more porn or that is um Uh, ethical porn that shows how to dom the correct way Um, but it's making me rethink can a dom be younger and experienced well what what do you think the answer is i'm starting to lean towards yes (laughs) (laughs) because it just happened (laughs) and it blew my mind because i've never been domed by a younger guy before that's not true well sure you've tied me up so in our dynamic Mm -hmm. and even and even though we have bdsm dynamic i'm not your sir i'm not i don't tell you what to do all the time we have a give and take back and forth Mm because you're a puppy and very free-willed but yes i enjoy being tied up what is that supposed to mean (laughs) free-willed High spirited? Is that uh-huh. better? Is that a better word for it? Let's give you some high spirited <laughs> yeah, See, see and th- there's the Dom puppy coming out. Just so I don't know what you're talking about. And this is why I'm scared of him half the time. God. Um you guys don't know what happens when the cameras go off.
0: You're welcome. Send help. <laughs> One, two, three, four, internet street.
1: No, but, and, and you've, you've had play sessions with other guys where you've been the top and you're very good at rope work and tying them down. And I think you have this very maniacal, sinister, uh, thing of liking to be in control of everything.
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: (laughs) Anyway, That that comes out when you dom other guys. You don't necessarily do that to me. Sometimes you do it to me in a very playful way and I like it. Um, But that's just not the dynamic of what our relationship has been.
0: Go on. (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I'm stepping on landmines right now. I don't know. Do, do you need a shovel? <laughs> see? You can keep digging see, if you this, like. This is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 um. So anyway, so it was very, very interesting this week. Just some stranger and just letting them dom me. And I haven't subbed in a long time. And it, it felt good. And, but it just blew my mind how young this guy was that could do it. So okay. would you
0: do it again? Absolutely. Would you do it again with someone else that age? Yes. Would you be more reserved or less reserved? I would be more
1: open. Okay. So and then so here's the other funny thing. So I, I put up some of our experiences on Twitter this week and then my the flood gets gates of my DMs from I'm a young dom, I'm a young Dob, I wanna fuck you. <laughs> I'm like that's not a young
0: dog. I mean, I didn't say. Nothing says romance more than, I'm a young dom, I wanna fuck you. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I get you wanna fuck me, but. D- Did he have a radio voice
1: like that too? L- like what?
0: I'm a young dom, I wanna fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but what was interesting with this 22 year old sounded like Hal from uh, 2001 uh, Space Odyssey. I'm sorry, like, Dave. He, he had this very monotone, pick that up, pony. Yeah. Uh, oh. Did I say you could do that? And I was like, I was scared.
0: <laughs> was... You should come fuck me. Like, <laughs> no, that's the other guy. <laughs> oh. Maybe they would get along. Maybe. maybe, maybe.
1: They, We could start a okay. whole vaudeville BDSM show.
0: Two bottoms don't make a top, but do two doms make a relationship. A 36-year-old. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, uh, judges, technically, yes. You could have two 18-year-olds, right? That's math.
1: But the other thing that actually kind of played into it it was um as a sub being an older sub to a younger dom there's a humiliation factor to it too that i just gave into and i liked that um because it was like you're not supposed to know what you're doing and you're telling i'm usually the one doing this and you're telling me to do it i like that
0: so so that's like a taboo kind of hot kind of yeah okay yeah daddy you should take your shirt off (laughs) Not gonna work for me, <laughs> Daddy. You should take your shirt off. No. What are you doing, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> so what? What are the ethics there, though? So do you feel that it's taboo because they're younger than you? Because I think that uh, the 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 reverse, the inverse of that is, oh, it's too, it's taboo because you're being controlled by this older man who's almost as old as your father, or sometimes in your case, older than your father.
1: Yeah, like the not creep- to be specific, creepy older guy. It, is kind of how it's pegged.
0: So what is how is this pegged? The the, the creepy younger guy. <laughs> you can't it's just add easy. creepy to it. Is this like the <laughs> opportunistic younger guy that's taking advantage of the older the old, the
1: older gentleman for his money? Um No, I don't know. It's very interesting.
0: Okay. So if the if if it's called daddy issues when someone younger is into someone older, what is it called uh, the opposite of that? Uh I don't know. Well, well, that's why I'm asking. What would you call it?
1: I don't know, because we all used to call younger people "chicken," so "chicken issues." I don't <laughs> know. <God. laughs> is you that could, good I, or I bad? Mean, "Cock issues" would be better. At the, <laughs> uh, what about
0: what isn't it called like a "chicken hawk" or something? What what's the term "chicken hawk"? That's a sexual term, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think that is looking. That was somebody preying on younger uh,
0: gentlemen. So. <gasps> Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, so do you think that there's positives, negatives? Like what, what do you – so I think that the negatives, at least when I initially think about it, is there is so much stigma and so much judgment around those kinds of relationships generally from people who don't understand that love isn't really about age. Like obviously people need to be of consenting age to be in a relationship like that. But when it comes down to it, I mean you don't look at someone and you're like – that's a thirty-year-old. I'm turned on. Like that's not that's not what I look for in a person. Like well, you, I look for yeah, you're
1: more person personality based.
0: Well, I mean, but, I want them to be of age, but I'm not like, ooh, they look thirty-two. Therefore, I am not turned on. Yeah, you know, it, it's not like they all of a sudden have a birthday and then they're smoking hot. Although that would be an interesting kink. Is that a thing? <laughs> like knowing someone's age is just all of a sudden a turn on.
1: I think some people it is.
0: Huh. Yeah future topic. Oh. But what do you think like positives and negatives are? Uh,
1: The positives are you're exploring something new. You're opening up your mind. You're also allowing the younger person uh, or the younger Dom to uh, learn and grow and gain experience on someone who is experienced as a sub. So in a way, you're kind of training from the bottom, which let's just be honest all bottoms
0: do well, but <laughs> well i mean just cross generationally in general positives um, and negatives i think but obviously in your case the the younger dom is a different perspective
1: sure um well like i said in our relationship you know you keep me young with uh with my blood you just drink my blood yeah, drink your here blood daddy, daddy my... take take a bite um cuz i wouldn't know half the cultural references we're talking about yeah. unless you
0: like TikTok brought
1: it up every and Snapchat week and Lady Gaga
0: oh, do you know who Lady Gaga is I now I know who Lady Gaga is you haven't is. known who Lady Gaga was I knew was who she was, was in a podcast now in an episode I just thought you were talking about a drag
1: queen at chromatic
0: the time. Uh, I don't think so daddy
1: <laughs> and I well, take so references and I take care of you
0: you do I mean it is you you get the the benefit that is a different perspective on life whether it's lived or just experienced and, and I think a lot more of experienced well I to, to, I I would argue that that young people can have experiences no they do I yeah. said more experience yeah no I, but I'm just saying like different kinds of experiences as well but it, it and to that, I don't think that domination or even submission is about age. I think, if anything, that is the point of the conversation. Right. What would you say it's about? Mm -hmm. What do you think domination and submission is? If it's not about an age or...
1: Well, it's a power and control where uh, one person uh, is asserting their dominance over someone else and the other one's allowing to be submissive and... Be controlled in that way um which can be a really beautiful thing uh, when both parties are in tune.
0: Um, so you're not you're saying that it's more of a mindset. yeah okay.
1: and that's what I experienced this week. So it, at, 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 at some moment the age didn't matter at all because I I got trapped in my head I just closed my eyes. I was just listening to his words.
0: So were you, but were you focusing on the the dynamic beyond words? I guess is my question. Like well, I you, was
1: at the beginning, but then at the end I wasn't.
0: Okay, and and then that taboo was no longer a part of it, or it kind of started. And th- I'm just curious how it ebbed and flowed in that regard, because like for me, I find I find older gentlemen, or more mature gentlemen, or daddies, whatever you want to call the people of that age, I find them hot because of. Their lived experiences, uh, because of, I mean, I like the look of a daddy. I think that a little bit of gray is, is personally very sexy. Um, how about a lot of gray <laughs> or that? I, I, I'm not, I had a little bit of gray when we met. I, I, am, I am gray sexual, not like the gray, se- no, gray no. sexual. Well, no, that is a thing though. That it's on the arrow ace kind of spectrum. Oh, it's it, people that that anyway, that's a topic for another time. There are 50 shades of gray. And there's many different of Daddy Gray identities. I was gonna say within the the spectrum, but I I find mature guys sexy because they they know what they like. Uh, they generally have a good set of friends and people that they rely on. Uh, they have almost a, a method about how they go about their day, which is sometimes a little crazy, but that's okay.
1: Um, I feel very attacked right now. You
0: oh, oh good reference, good reference. <laughs> and. I just i I think that it, it's it is a lot of about about the mindset and the experiences and the nurturing perspective that they can have um and I, I I like that so I mean that's what draws me to that relationship. but I also to that flip side, I just i don't I guess I don't like guys my own age generally why they some and this is again a generalization that there's been plenty of guys my age I am into, but more often than not, I just find them immature or needy or so quick to get through things or wait till you get to my age and, and when they are on your lawn and you're just like get off my lawn That's what I was gonna say. wait and... till you get to my age and they're all just complaining about
1: oh my god my elbow is just I got up yesterday and da, 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 da. and they're just now we're just talking about our health problems we're, we're creaking we're squeaking we're <laughs> What else are you doing? <laughs> All sorts of things. Our stamina is not that. <laughs> We're like, "Woof!" Oh, fuck you for five minutes. Yeah,
0: Daddy, <sighs> tell me <sighs> about those hardships of getting <laughs> older. You know, it, and that's again a generalization. Just because I always felt that, even in like middle school and high school, I was just like, "Why are these people so immature?" Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that as well. <laughs> I'm an, I am an old soul. Wait, what? You think you think people in high school are too... Well, oh, my God. You're impossible. But I think that, that does kind of lead the way into, like, leather and kink, because we, we did touch on it. I think that leather and kink, in a lot of ways, the kink community is so hypersensitive to certain aspects and facets of their lives that they are, in some facets, decades ahead of different things. So like communication, consent. Well, and I'm from a
1: generation in the leather community that's called old guard very appropriately.
0: Or as you prefer.
1: Uh, I, I, I prefer classic guard (laughs) myself because it's just, I don't like the word old.
0: Yeah, people didn't like the the new Coke, so we brought back the traditional Coke, the Coke classic. And old guard guys can be pretty set in their
1: ways, and leather is a certain way, and the protocols are very important, and you have to earn your leathers, and da-da-da-da. Which I... Why? While I'm in that age... Why? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) While while I'm in that age, I've never subscribed to that theory. I just want to have good... Consensual power exchange sex, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, and I really enjoy the generations coming up because that's what they do, and they're like, protocol be damned. <laughs> I'm a puppy, I'm your dom, I'm a- okay, <laughs> I'm <laughs> <laughs> you're, offended, you're everything. Um, but no, they're 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 exploring everything, they're doing everything, and The old guard ways are very certain their ways. And so for me, I'm still that old guard uh, mentality where if you're in your 20s, you don't know what you're doing. Mm. That's that's how my mind has been. Mm -hmm. And that's why my mind was blown this week when a 22-year-old could dom me, like better than a 45-year-old dom that was the best sex of my life. It, It was just like this guy... How did he do that at such a young age?
0: I mean... And so it was, like, so natural. He I, wasn't putting on errors. He wasn't... I think it has to do a lot with, again, experiences. Lived experiences and just going to different things. I think that there's a larger, like, talk to have about old guard versus whatever you want to call it. New guard or just new age or on guard But or... at that
1: age, where do they have the experiences that's...
0: That's what I'm... I mean, I'm about. having 10 experiences a second right now on my phone.
1: Well, no. that's what I'm thinking. They have more information. And and so, th- actually, this kid also did tell me that he's been watching my porn for the last four years as he's come of age. Mm-hmm. And um, so... Literally, now I'm like thinking in my head, am I just putting out content out there to train the next generation how I want to have sex? <laughs> Are you complaining? No, I'm not okay. at all. Because this happened to me twice this week because then a 26-year-old that I played with before he completely got into my head too. So I'm like, is
0: 26 the new old guard? Maybe. Well, so, and again, this I think this is the... A larger conversation, maybe for its own episode, which is like old guard, mm, and and that, that topic itself, but just just kind of talking about old guard, like Guy Baldwin, which is uh, a well known kingster in the leather community, a writer, F- friend of mine. Uh, same.
1: Actually, he was the first. Uh, uh, his circle. I I came of age uh, in the leather community reading Drummer magazine. And I was fortunate enough. My first daddy was Michael Bales, and he was best friends with Guy Baldwin, Race Bannon, Fred Katz, all these people I had been reading about in the pages of drummer. and I was just like, I was in that circle. And what, I was what is tw- drummer for those who don't know? Drummer was the only BdSM magazine anyone that was the only place you got bdSM in the gay circles information. um, and they had a whole title system and um, it's it that traditional Tom of Finland leather look.
0: Sure. And what, what years would you say, or do you know when it's happened to start? You, you, there's no, I yeah. mean, there is a right answer, but you don't have to have it. I think it was like in 76 or something, 76.
1: And then I worked at Drummer from 90 to 94. Hmm. And I think it went out of business in 98. Interesting, those years. Yeah.
0: Well, so, and... and- the the larger conversation, which I think we should have someday, the smaller conversation is that, that like Guy Baldwin talks about old gar in a, in a certain way that comes from experience and living it, but he says that like the golden age of leather existed between 1972, uh, when Vietnam ended, to about 1982 before the age crisis, mm-hmm. and. He and thinks that's that the a golden lot. Golden age of the Why is that? Well, that the golden that would uh, larger conversation. <laughs> uh, he's he's written a number of pieces around it and yeah. his perspectives and opinions, uh, but the 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 whole idea that the old guard happened around that time and that was kind of like a golden age was because of the HIV epidemic mm. and just the process in which we had to learn to socialize ourselves, but also teach each other and educate each other. Um, And that leather kind of exploded at that time because that was how we expressed ourselves. And you saw this progression in the community in just a number of years that would have normally happened in decades had there not been this crisis and epidemic that forced us to kind of not only band together, but form these different circles and, and traditions, as you've said, that helped to preserve our history, but also helped us to fight on and push forward. And so...
1: Sure. And the leather uh, community grew as it did there with that biker motorcycle leather club thing to be hyper masculine because of that time in the 50s when gay some were coming out of the closet, we were being ostracized as being effeminate. They were the florists. They were the the, uh, they were. Basically, people called them fags. Mm -hmm. And it was just this negative effeminate connotation that they put to it. So there was a group of guys who didn't want to be viewed that way. So they went the complete opposite extreme and went into the leather, hyper-masculine, motorcycle-biker, military, police. That's where the leather origin kind of came up. Tom of Finland really propagated that um, stereotype with his drawings from that time as well and that's what everyone tried to be.
0: Yeah and so what I what I think, I think the, the ending point of this conversation because we are getting near the tail end is that A we should have a talk about old guard versus new guard with okay. actual like breaking down and how that history kind of plays in because history is important uh, and traditions obviously have a positive and a negative but I think the real takeaway is that experiences are kind of what make up your identity especially within kink. And that lived experiences and learned experiences all kind of they, they can they can blend together at times, but when you are raised in an environment that is open to your sexuality, encourages you to be who you are. Um, but also, there's just so many experiences happening all at once, like through social media, and I think that's why many guys my age or the the younger, newer guard, whatever you want to call it they have those experiences because they are digesting a lot of what's happening online they're learning and able to find stuff so much easier than say at your age right. or, or when you yeah, were it was my like age. a lot harder for me and those experiences not only help to teach but help to then share and create more experiences yeah it, it's I, I I think to this day like the next generation is going to be interesting because they're going to have experiences that are just hardwired into their brain by plugging their brain into the computer and downloading the DOM pack. Well, it's just like meeting you,
1: puppy. Uh, I had a site called boundjocks.com which you you had watched and you had seen and that's how you kind of knew me, but that's also how you knew rope skills and you kind of floored me. I was like, wow, this 24-year-old is actually really good at bondage where I wasn't good at bondage till 36, 38, late in life. Go on. You're amazing. You're amazing. Oh you're no! Amazing. Stop!
0: What? <laughs> what? else? That's it. That's all I got. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's as well amazing that's, as you are. It's great. That if, if that's not a place to end the conversation, I don't know what is, Daddy. Uh, tell everyone if you're a dom or a top. I mean, tell everyone where they can find you on social media.
1: Uh, you can find me at mrchristopher.com or Christopher Weston on Twitter.
0: And you can find me at Pup Amp on all the things is all my guy. Instagram, Twitter. Although I haven't... I've have been so busy this week. I've been really bad at posting. I need to post more. You've been busy. Yes. With all the experiences, but... If you would like to find us, those are our socials. You can find What's Your Safe Word on all the downloaded podcasting apps. I don't know how you're listening to this if you didn't know where we were there. Or What's The Safe Word. That's
1: true. Why do we plug that? Because if, if they're listening, then they already know.
0: I don't know. Oh. There, there's there's an SEO see, algorithm reading see, everything that's, we that's say. That's a very
1: millennial thing you have to teach me.
0: And you know what? People know where to find me, so I must be saying it enough. <laughs> Anyway, you can find our podcast here. You can find our YouTube. What's the safe word? Daddy, what do you want people to try this week? Uh, this week? Oh, God. It, it, you always act surprised when I ask you the same questions <laughs> every
1: week. Because I'm an old dog. <laughs> and I've trained you to
0: have tea, so we're getting there. But what do you uh, want people to try? A new trick? Ooh, give people a new trick to try. What's a new trick? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Try, uh, try a,
1: a single column tie
0: Oh okay yeah. And where can they find that You
1: can find out on what's the safe word Just put in single t- column tie
0: Well yeah you probably won't find it Because of YouTube But but yeah <laughs> go, we, we have modest ties Anyway this has been What's your safe word I want you guys to go try Being a top Or a bottom To <laughs> switch it, Whatever you are normally trying. Try something yeah, different if That's what
1: I should have said If you're older Try being a sub If you're younger Try being a dom
0: well, well, that's why I said just try whatever you're not normally. Because what if people are always bottoms, regardless of how, if they get older. Wait, a stereotype. Oh, my God. Roll the closing. <laughs> that's the ending.
1: Uh, can't we... Someone to make a better ending. (laughs) Um, That would require me to
0: find an editor here. Hey, if you're in San Francisco and you want to edit things, I'm looking for an editor locally. Oh, that'd be good. There's a lot to edit, and I can't just do that. On anyway, talk about crossing generations. It takes me forever to edit things. That's that's the joke there.